books part three go the trilogy the, the ultimatum yeah. books the ultimatum well books, yeah what, uh, what is it a revolution what would be well this is a good trivia question what do you call like a series of books that's like eight books like the, the uh an octave elegy an octilogy octilogy yeah like the uh, harry potter books that's a good question uh I don't know. I think it's just a series. Like I'm trying to think. The only other than like Harry Potter now, the only ones who were ever like that were horror movies, like Freddy Part Eight and stuff like that. Like I don't know what you call it. I remember the Alien movies when they were releasing them like as a Blu-ray box set. They called called it the Quadrilogy back in the, the day quadrilogy. when there when there were only four. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I want to look that up. How after. many more? Uh, my, this is my way of asking. How many more piece parts of this? series yeah are there so this is day 13 in captivity i feel like a prisoner <laughs> i'm scrawling on the walls uh i have read 21 books 21 and a half books okay <laughs> the crazy part too is i am just at pace like if I were running an Olympic race, that blue line on the screen for the world record is like right on my toes. <laughs> Have you tried <laughs> doping? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I need to try is uh, not working and not taking on new clients and not <laughs> finishing up old clients and sorry, not sorry, potential money. D&D. I need to read books. Yeah, listening to audiobooks as I'm playing D and D. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm at twenty-one books, and it's good. But man, it is, this past week was very busy, and I realized like I got off to a hot start to start it, and this is the part where I really need some momentum to keep going. <laughs> so, is uh, this because the book the it's just grading on you, or the books in this section are less interesting? Because you had a lot to say about the books in the last phase. Yeah. Um, no, there's actually been really, really good books. Uh, that hasn't been a problem at all. And it, they are generally different enough that I'm still intrigued. And I think I will be through the course of this. Um, it, it's been broken up by, you know, slightly different topics and stuff. Uh, it, it's just a lot of work. And the, again, like I mentioned at the very beginning, the, the hope of this is that it actually turns into something that gets created on top of this, like blog posts and there's been a couple that have gone up on focus state medium channel uh you know i'm kicking around the idea of you know a little just site based on it or something like that trying out some stuff that gets into writing or producing content on top of it um but that's the hard part is like as soon as i finish a book i'm starting another one so i did pretty good at getting like the first five and getting notes taken on them and producing content on it uh but the last 16 <laughs> i have some handwritten notes and i have some notes like on the kindle app and stuff like that it just says down. good or bad those are, yeah, right. <laughs> that's all you have time it's for it's pass fail at this point <laughs> um but that's that's the hard part is just that i don't really have a lot of time to reflect on the book so i'm trying to figure out how to balance that a little bit more going forward or reaching back you know 10 books ago and then trying to quantify opinions on it uh, so I'm trying to get through that, but they've been interesting. Like, like I said, the books, I mean, there's a bunch, I'm, I'm not going to go through everyone like we have before. I'll, I'll get them listed on, in the show notes and 
on the medium articles to show what I've read so far, but, uh, some of the big highlights, which I think I touched on last week was creativity Inc. The Pixar book by Ed Catmull. That one's fantastic. Um, I reread rework, rework the uh, 37 signals base camp book, yeah. which did I really you, enjoy a lot. Did you glean anything new out of it? Um, no, not necessarily, but it was good to, to go back and like, you know, just here it's very baseline um or some other ones that were really good actually it was my first time ever reading or really listening to anything by tony robbins and oh. his unshakable book okay is really really good about like finance and stuff like that interesting okay yeah i've um, never read any tony robbins things i've only like heard of him as like this character right yeah he's like so crazy i almost don't want to dive into his stuff but Uh, It was a good book. It's mostly just about, it's really about finance and like investing in index funds and not trying to game the system too much, like being smart with your decisions, you know, theoretically building a world around you to where you're unshakable by the small moments and saying like, you know, even, I don't remember the exact quotes, but even in the down years, like financially, there were still good years. Like there are very few times that, you know, as long as you hold steady, like there's very few bad things that will happen over long term, um, and stuff like that. Like a lot of stuff that's kind of common in finance books, but was interesting to to hear again and hear people kind of go through it. Um, another one I really liked was a book called Extreme Productivity, and I'm gonna look up the author's name. I forget his name, but he was what. I also realized before I get into that, there there are a lot of books that are written by people who are like 20 and want to write a book that they think will change the world. And then there are books written by people who have 50 years experience doing stuff. Uh, and it's interesting, even if they sort of talk about the same things, it it's funny how much clearer books written by the latter come off. So Extreme Productivity is a book that I thought would actually be fairly surface level, but it's written by the former president of Fidelity Investments and somebody who literally has 40, 50 years in the industry. His name is Robert Posen or Posen. Um, and that was really good. That was, that's one that I will probably return to fairly often. Just a lot of good experience in management and finance and just what you learn by doing something at a high level for a long, long time. And that was the kind of thing that was really good to glean from, you know, that, that was more of like a true hearing what a mentor would say and following and trying to follow in those footsteps versus like my friend wrote a book. Uh, so I would say those are the highlights. I'll have the full, the full list. Uh, like I said, in the show notes and on the, uh, medium channel this thus far, but, uh, are you going to read the singularity is near? Probably not. There's an audiobook. I I might, but it's a little outside of the scope of productivity stuff. And it's also really, really long. (laughs) (laughs) But then you never need to read any Greg Kurzweil book ever again. Because it's like the the distillation of everything. Yeah. It might be. Oh, one more I'll say. Um, Was I read Lean In, which is by Cheryl Strawberg. Sandberg. Sandberg, who's the CEO of Facebook, uh, it, when Lean In first came out, 
uh, if you're unfamiliar, it was, and I talked to Rachel about it and she was actually unfamiliar about the book, but it was, you know, very talking about women in the workforce, especially in high tech and like big in C-level positions and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I remember it being big when it came out. Yeah. That was a great book too. Uh, that one I would, I would highly recommend it. It was a good one. So that's all I got. I still have. 29 more to go <laughs> you're almost halfway through not even though so I've, i'm on pace. pace things are going well okay. uh i'm getting into a, a good rhythm of the amount that i can read like a night or during the day and stuff like that like figuring out when to to piece them together before it was like i'll spend two days straight reading and then i get two days straight stuck on a project or something like that yeah. so. so when are can you explain that to me then when when is that for you right now what is your Audiobooks and stuff like at the gym, uh, read it and then reading pretty much every other time. Sometimes late at night, I'll, I'll listen to a chapter before I go to bed or something like that. Uh, but mostly between like 10 and 2 because I'm kind of a night owl. 10 and 2? Yeah. I'm like in bed. I'm like sleeping between 10 and 2. <laughs> This is why you're not you're not getting after the worm, so to speak. But I'm an early bird. I don't I don't get your analogy. That's fair. Okay. All right. I don't know. I'm not even an early bird. I did, I don't like waking up either. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I am at. But yeah, I mean, it comes from uh, really whenever I can fit it in, or like on the weekends, like yeah. I'll try to get a lot read throughout the day and stuff like that. But uh, in the evenings, yeah. and that you know, that's also not to say that I'm just reading four hours a day and getting all this done like i think i'm probably reading a lot more than that but yeah. uh it you know kind of ebbs and flows a little bit but so far i'm still on track so that's the goal to cool. keep pace with that see what i can build out hopefully get some more content out so when do you find time to do that that's a good that's a good question <laughs> uh i don't okay <laughs> that's an acceptable like, answer unless uh, i'm eating into actual work time and then there's a big difference of like i could be billing hours or i could be writing a blog post but it's getting there i'm trying to find more time and i'm trying to find better ways of finding more time to write and produce content which is hard but i also learned that i do it's it's difficult to kickstart when i'm just looking at an empty doc like a word doc or or you know a writing app but if I can dictate some of it and get some of the highlights started, I can kind of talk through it with myself and then lay out a bit of a ground, like a, a plan. And that has helped a lot, like organize my thoughts and then get into an article. So I'm kind of learning how I write better and how I can be more inspired to write what I'm trying to, which I hope, you know, dovetails into more uh, you know, down the road. Yeah. Are you missing any of the things you have given up to read all the time instead of any of these other free time activities like what am i missing or am i missing things? well you you mentioned before watching tv listening to podcasts yeah um is there anything else that sports episode or not episodes but sports games and stuff like that and a little bit of video games it doesn't help also that R rachel's getting really into uh a big video game right now for like the first time <laughs> and i'm like sitting there reading while she's playing <laughs> uh but yeah uh video games I, I haven't played any at all which 
and like, like I said before, like I don't play a ton, but you know, I, I'm now literally not playing at all. Um, where I would probably listen to a podcast every evening and some during the day. Uh, a lot of that has been cut out. So I'll listen to like maybe one or two a week in the evening as opposed to like every day. Uh, and then I'm trying to cut back on TV and stuff more and basically spend, make sure my time is like my free time is, uh, either at the gym or, you know, finding more ways to read and stuff like that. That's good. Yeah. I feel like my, if I were to do this and I gave up things, yeah, I feel like it would be much more interesting just in that the fact that like I I think a lot of things that I do that I would give up are like more 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 boring and more and more useless yeah right? like <laughs> scroll you know scrolling through Twitter or looking on Reddit or something oh like that. that too uh, I will say and I don't know if I mentioned this the first episode or the first time we talked about this that was a big thing that I did is I I already don't have Facebook or Twitter on my phone uh, I also deleted Instagram and I deleted the Chrome browser on my phone because when I have no other reader, Chrome's new tab articles were a way that I constantly <laughs> found myself like in need of anything. I found myself trying to scroll through that. So I also had to delete that. And the only browser I have is Firefox Focus, which is a one tab like ad tracking blocker um, browser. So it's like, it's just enough to be like, I need to know that fact that's in my head, but not enough that I can fall through a rabbit hole. Right. But yeah, I'll do something like I'll have Wikipedia on my phone. I've, I did the same thing that you did. I early, I basically at the beginning of this year, I took off all social media. So, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Imager, mm -hmm. Instagram, all of them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't every once in a while if i want to look at a subreddit or something i will do that on a desktop pc but it does prevent like this like mindless scrolling or yeah. just rabbit holing which is nice right uh but yeah i still have feedly which is i did pare back a lot of like what i considered more useless news sources out of there mm -hmm. it still has some but that's something i will like when i'm bored i'll load it up and even if it like I had just looked at it a half hour ago and now it only has like four more news articles. I'll right. look at it and then I'll refresh it again and I'll refresh it again. I'm like, give me the information. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I do have Feedly on my iPad, but I'm the iPad. The reason that I, I have stuff on some stuff on my, on my iPad, but it's not as big of a problem because my iPad isn't that trigger device for me, but like my phone, I will find ways to just scroll, you know, mind numbingly. So this has helped escape that, which I even took Amazon off my phone. So I found myself yeah, like yeah. I found myself in, in lieu of doing social media. I found myself just browsing stuff on Amazon and accidentally buying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, get that off of my phone. Part of my thing was like <laughs> also this year is like I wanted to automate some of this stuff. So I put everything like I would normally buy on a on a like monthly basis into amazon subscribe and save so like i don't even think about it anymore just like today it came today like everything i right. need for this coming month came in a big box today and and theoretically unless i need like this one-off thing i shouldn't be looking at that right so but i was because it was on my phone so now i took it off so now it's like nothing 
yeah it, and there are still moments that i'll find myself like trying to search for something and i'm just like on my phone is like there's nothing here and i'm like scrubbing through photos and stuff same like, there's nothing here exactly. i need to get off <laughs> exactly but yeah th that going from there's nothing here to like i need to be doing something else i'm still trying to make that yeah and it's like in my head i feel like not much has improved but I do think I'm getting a little bit more productivity done. Like in the things that I need to get done work-wise, I'm a little snappier on, I think. Uh, it's hard to tell. Like I would say it, that too. Cause yeah, I'm not uh, like when I have like a breath or like I get stuck in something, I don't immediately go to Twitter and be like, okay, what's going on here? Right. right. I just like stew or I, you know, just get up for a minute. I don't yeah. go, go immediately to this like crutch of like just mindless social media something i do find with because as we talked about last episode like the e-reader stuff mm -hmm. something i do find being on this e-reader and i'd be curious your thoughts with your because you're reading you said reading on a kindle reading on a kindle app on an ipad or both i'm mostly reading on the ipad okay so something that i found interesting now that i have this ebook reader that also ha can have apps on it Versus like my phone, which has similar, can have a similar set of apps. Now that it has like almost not my phone almost has nothing on it. It has the same almost app structure as mm -hmm. my, my ink device. Um, the idea that it's so colorful and flashy. I've, I've read some studies ha with that having to do with like this, the addictiveness, the addictiveness to it is that yeah. it's so like these candy color things that you're pressing and swiping all the time. Right. Um, which I, I would assume the iPad gives you a little bit of that, but the, the, the e-ink reader absolutely does not. There's like a huge difference when I'm like reading a book on this e-ink reader or even jumping into an app in this e-ink reader to like look at something on Wikipedia real quick and then go back versus going to my phone. It's like, it's literally like having a black and white TV versus like a 4K HDR TV. Yeah, I, I've heard that before, and I, I've heard you can actually, I think I have it set up. There's a way in accessibility on the iPhone, and I'm sure there's similar on Android, that you can, like, triple tap the home screen, and it will grayscale it. And, like, supposedly, if you have a grayscale, like, you'll you'll practice similar things like that. And, like, I don't know if it's 100% true. Well, there is, so on the Android version of their digital well-being stuff mm -hmm. that they pushed out, because Apple is a very similar one, Grayscale is actually built in. They call it wind down, and it wind down is a feature that sort of wraps up a bunch of stuff. It like puts on do not disturb, hmm, yeah. does a few other things, but it also will grayscale the screen if you wanted to. It and like it desaturates to grayscale. Yes, and That's so cool. like say say you pick up your phone between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. the next morning, it will be grayscale. Interesting. Because they I like might, that. and it will. Yeah, it definitely makes the you not you way not want to use it more so i definitely this anecdotal but it definitely is something hmm. i like that that's cool because like and i i totally agree with your point that i think grayscale like on an e e-ink tablet and like that would help uh the problem with the phone is i'll try it and then like 10 minutes later i'm trying to look at a picture or something like that it's like yeah. all right I'll, I'll go back into color yeah it's so much easier yeah exactly that's what the phone is yeah that's what i did i actually don't have it on my phone anymore because it was just annoying because like when i actually i don't feel like i i guess that i am drawn to it but when i actually want to do something during those times i don't want it to be grayscale i want to see the thing that i want to look up or whatever i'm doing right so interesting there's no winning we're getting better though we're trying to be better at this trying to get better uh yeah trying to to free up 
some more time and spend that time reading books. 